live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Hey guys, just to give you an update, we're out here in Maricopa County. We were inside, we were outside reporting. Our cameraman went inside. He was there for an hour. Uh, they weren't requiring press credentials when he went in. I went in, we we're about to do a live hit on Steve Bannon on the War Room, and uh, a few minutes later, I believe the CNN producer complained about us. Then the clerk that actually kicked us out in 2020 came in, kicked us out, started asking for red press credentials, came right to us, ended up kicking us out, uh, but left several other reporters in there right now that don't have their red press credentials. We applied for them, so just to play devil's advocate, I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt, but it's the same person in 2020 who kicked us out for no reason. They didn't have press credential requirements, uh, although I had my press credential then. It's the same person. I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt, but we're gonna wait and see what they say from our application. Stay tuned, we're gonna stay out here though. Bottom line is, we're gonna get the answers. Carrie Lake's gonna be the governor, and when this happens, this is gonna change. We're actually gonna have uh, clarity and openness in the elections in Arizona, and hopefully we don't have days and days and days of elections. This just has to end. That's what Carrie's been talking about. This is absolutely outrageous. And just to show you something else here, so look at the barricades. This was set up after 2020. Uh, these are, we've got sheriff's officers. It looks like at least eight vehicles now uh, here. We've got the walls set up. Again, the same people that say walls on our southern border are racist, but they can have walls around their buildings. We've got the, the law enforcement here. They actually escorted me off the property. This is happening here. And when we're supposed to have free and fair elections, this is what's going on here. It's just absolutely out of control. And this is also, it's all part of the narrative that Republicans, that conservatives are insurrectionists. It's what we see, what you see going after January 6th and the pr political prisoners in Washington DC right now while they ignored BLM and Antifa burning down our country for four years. It's all connected. They wanted to de demotivate people from showing up and they can't do it. They wanted to destroy Carrie Lake and others like her, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and others like her, and they, it didn't work. The American people, conservatives are seeing through it and they're gonna continue to fight on. It's just outrageous. We're not in common communist China or Russia. This is this is America, or at least it used to be. All right, guys, just to give there you... There you go, ladies and gentlemen, our friend Ben Berkham. What a way to end it. it. This is America, or at least it used to be. This is America, he says, or at least it used to be. Now, I've got a text message from Ben. I just got a hold of him. Some people are saying they have nothing. I don't understand... It, everything is working fine on my end and other people's end. There are plenty of people in here watching. I would suggest maybe opening up another browser if you're having a hard time or if you're trying to watch on your app. I mean, on the uh, on Rumble app, maybe uh, watch on the browser instead. I, I, I'm not sure about that. Uh, people are saying black screen, black screen, everything is okay on this end. Yeah, I'm not sure. But what I will say is I just talked to Ben right before the show and I said any updates on you getting kicked out have they, uh, have they brought you back in? Have they accepted your uh, emergency application? And what's going on with Carrie? Because, you know, it's easy to be able to just, you know, search to at, you know, for places that you trust to get the word. But it's better to have somebody right on the ground, right? I'm going to need you guys to rumble and share. We've got a lot to cover in this show. And everybody's going to need to hear it, okay? Everybody. This is just as important as election night or the day after. But Ben said this to me. He says, uh, I said, any updates on you being kicked out or any updates on Kerry. He says, uh, no, just now they're saying that they're reviewing my application and I'll be shocked if I get an answer before the end of them counting next week because now they're saying that they're going into next week. He said they're supposed to be done counting today, 
but just got an update that it won't be done until next week. There's approximately 400,000 ballots that haven't been even counted at all. He said total corruption here, but we still believe Kerry wins in the end. Now, I want to uh, I want to read something else for you, and this is straight from Kelly Ward. Kelly just said, uh, don't worry, we have eyes on every aspect of what is happening in Maricopa County Elections Department. And she capitalized every. She says, we have eyes on every aspect of what is happening in Maricopa County Elections Department. We've been preparing for this for well over a year. We have a huge team and a huge team of lawyers ready to take action if or when needed. Stay the course. This is what Arizona This is why they set the precedent, folks, with their audit and their election security laws. Their election security laws are allowing them to be able to do things that they couldn't do last time. They're not cheating us out of this one. They're not cheating this out of it. No, they're kicking Ben out. They're kicking Ben out. Yeah, that's total BS. We get that. They're kicking him out. They don't want anybody trying to cover anything. They don't want anybody outside of any kind of clearance, but yet they'll have CNN and all those places in there. I'm not worried about that. Kelly Ward's on the inside. She said, we've got eyes and ears everywhere. And the only reason, the only, they said, from what I understand, they already know Kerry won big. They already know Abe Hamadal won big. I don't know about Blake Masters. I would assume as him as well, uh, but they're, Folks, the longer they can hold any Trump wins, I figured this out today. We've talked to so many people outside of the shows and in between the shows. The only reason that we believe that they're holding this back now, I had three options earlier, now I've whittled that down to one, is it's the longer they can hold uh, wins away from Trump, the longer they can hold any wins away from Trump, the longer they can get the base or the independents, or even Republicans to say, we can't go with Trump, he lost too much. But then it's going to come out that he won. Like, look at Lauren Boebert. Look how much she's up right now. Folks, stay the course. Carrie, uh, I'm not Carrie, uh, Kelly Ward says, stay the course. Everything is fine. The only reason for this is so they can deny Trump win, uh, deny Trump's uh, win winning percentage. That's why I wear my You Can't Beat Trump hat. You guys should get these at JeremyHarrell.com right now because it's never been more a true statement than this. And they're going to keep bashing him in the media for the next few days and all through the weekend as a weak candidate. We can't have him. We've got to do everything we can to diminish Donald Trump. And that's what they're doing, folks. But, 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 like I said, and now, check this out. Now they've got deputies. Where is this? Now they've got uh, deputies on the roof. <laughs> Sheriff's deputies on the roof. There it is. Surrounding Maricopa County Tabulation Center. Literally perched on the roof like uh, uh, like they're some kind of snipers. With barricades and fence set up around the perimeter. Uh, absolutely unbelievable uh, showing there, folks. But in the end, it's not going to work. Let me see if I can pull this up. Hold on. See if I have pictures of this anywhere. Well, that's probably the best picture we're going to get right there. Okay, let's bring that up. This is them, folks. This is them perched up on that roof. Look at that. Look at that. (laughs) Unbelievable. Like what they think is going to happen. Thank you, Miranda Dolan. Really really appreciate that. Uh, And the sidewalk's barricaded too. And now we already saw that in the video with Ben, but I'll bring up another picture here for you. There you go. That's another picture of the sidewalks barricaded around the tabulation center. All for what? All for nothing. They're not going to be able to pull this out the way they did Maricopa last time, especially with Kelly Ward just telling us on the inside, they're done. It is over. And they're only going to drag this on for what? I don't know why they're, I don't know what they think they're going to do by dragging it on. I don't know what they think they're going to do. The furthest apart that we have right now is Fincham and Blake Masters. That's the furthest we have apart. We're going to get into all that, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get into all that and more. But I want to first, uh, before we get going any further, I want to say thank you to our online donors because you guys are the bread and butter of life from America. We can't even, we cannot, we can't afford for you guys to go below 60% of, of the 100% that we need here or else I don't think, I, I, I can't pull on any more sponsors. You know what I mean? I don't even want to. So, but I just, I, I want to say thank you to you guys because you're so important. Carrie Wilbur, God bless you. Thank you. Beth Bem. Thank you so very much. Denise Montgomery, thank you for your monthly uh, support. 
A lot of people get rid of their streaming services that they know they don't need anymore, and they end up uh, uh, just giving what they can to hear, and they end up saving money in the end. Uh, Denise Montgomery, thank you so much. Rosalie Joy, thank you. Lara, uh, Lara Harris, thank you. Suzanne Sutton, as always, God bless you. Michael Weed, thank you. Doreen Davis, Sharon Bear, thank you both so much. Stacy Pastagna, Kathleen Marcus, thank you. Judy Oxley, God bless you and thank you. Diane Smith and Michael Blakeman, thank you very much. Sherry Zenker and Jennifer Welch, thank you both. Tanya Garrett, Sylvia Tucker and Janet Davis, thank you all so much. Pam Shepard, Scott Patterson, Angela Aldrich and Amelia Levanchi, thank you all so very much for your support. Without you, LFA doesn't exist and nothing else does here either. So thank you all so very much. Uh, Shirley says, I'm getting nothing here. Use my Roku for everything I need. Well, there you go. Uh, Big up, Brother Jeremy. Thank you, Kong. I appreciate that. Folks, maybe you can help some of these people out that are having a hard time getting the feed. Maybe you can send it directly to them. Maybe you know each other. I will grab the link right now to this Rumble feed, and I'm going to put it into the Rumble chat. There it is right there. Maybe just grab that feed and put that in your cursor. Maybe that's the way to go. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the Lord, folks. Watching on Roku, says Terry. God bless you. I appreciate that. Hey, if you're watching on Roku, can you also pop on Rumble too and give us a rumble if you're not doing that? I would appreciate that. Here we go. November 10th, year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, small matters can lead to major consequences, so it's wise to entrust to me even things that seem unimportant. We all know that cancer spreads, right? We all know that left unaddressed, little things can fester into ruining almost everything, right? Thank you, Brian. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. One day, or one way of doing this is through seeking to please me in every aspect of your life. So if you're getting ready to make a decision, if you're getting ready to say something, maybe a swear word, if you're getting ready to talk outside of a holy way, just think, wait, am I supposed to do that, Lord? I know Lord's watching me, all right? Just like a kid, and you're like, is anybody around? Well, Lord's always around, right? Um, when you do, uh, when you do so, I surprise you in several ways. I answer your prayers bountifully, and I awaken your heart to the radiant pleasure of my living in union with me. Second Corinthians 5.9 says, so we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home, in the body, or away from it. And, ladies and gentlemen, 2 Samuel 22 through 29 says, You are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord turns my darkness into light. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't live in darkness. You know this every day. We're smiling and we're moving forward. And that's why we're taking the House. That's why we're taking the Senate. And that's why we're taking Arizona. Before you turn out the light tonight, delegate even the smallest details of tomorrow to me. And wait with expectation, not anxiety. If that isn't good, I don't know what is. Please remove your hats and let's go to the Lord before we get started here tonight. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Strap on your armor of God, ladies and gentlemen. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting as always live from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is a pleasure to be with you. Welcome all newcomers. If you're new to the show, please subscribe up top. Give us a like or a rumble, depending on where you are. A rumble is equivalent to a like. Lift up your cups and let's get some fuel for the day. Mm -mm -mm. All right, here we go. Updates. Updates in key states. Everybody wanted these, so we're going to give them right now. I want to go to Lauren Boebert first, ladies and gentlemen, because Lauren Boebert made an absolutely huge comeback. She made an absolutely huge comeback uh, after being down, then up, then down again. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like she is up again. And at this point, Lauren Boebert has 50.1% of the vote. And uh, Adam Frisch has 49.9% of the vote. And that means that Lauren Boebert has 159,000 and 29, 
and Adam has 158,235. You're looking at about an 800 vote spread right now with Congresswoman Lauren Boebert in the lead, and you're looking at roughly, oh, is it? are we 100% in? Are we, are we 100 or are we still at 98? Folks, we might be at 99% in now. There, no, 98, 98.5%. I don't even know. Can you do that? Anyway, 98.5%, folks. It's, I, I, I'm saying, I'm just saying, this is, a hu- this is what we were talking about this morning when I said, be patient for the early and the late rains, right? This is a late rain. The Lord is watering the seed, and she's pulled ahead by over eight, about 800 votes. I think it's more than that. We're waiting on the final dump. Like I said, almost 99% in. I do not see her, uh, Adam Frisch overtaking Lauren Boebert at this point with this much reported because he would need to beat her 2-1. to one. He would need to beat her 2-1 to one with what's left out there at least from what I'm seeing right here. So Lauren Boebert holding strong. Let's pray for Lauren Boebert, ladies and gentlemen. 98% in. Keep your prayers up for Lauren Boebert. We need her in office. Share, rumble, and like the video. Here we go. Abe Hamada right now. Abe Hamada is with, and he's, if you don't know who he is, he is uh, Abraham Hamada, and he's running for, um, he's running for uh, uh, attorney general out there in uh, Arizona. So let's go to his race right now. And we have him uh, down, but only by five, not even 7,000, 6,000 and some odd votes. It's 50.20 to 49.80. So that is within, ladies and gentlemen, a half a point. So what does that mean for Abe Hamada? Well, in, uh, within a half a point like that, it, with all that outstanding that's out there in Arizona, and with every trend that we see, it looks like Abe Hamada and Carrie Lake will sweep that and will win. I'm just calling it like I see it right here and talking to Ben on the ground, Kelly Ward on the ground, Kelly Ward on the inside, Ben Ben Berkham now on the outside, but he's not on the outside of that circle of trust with the information. So we're going to keep reverting back to Ben when we can. Uh, Lauren Boebert, yes, you're right, Tori Hutch is another fighter. So we're going to keep our eye on that. Now, Blake Masters is down about 100,000. Last I looked, Blake Masters is down about 100,000 uh, votes right now. And that's really rough. That's going to be really rough for him. Uh, because it, even with what's out there, I know there's about 400,000 or so that, is, uh, that, isn't, um, that isn't being looked at. Or I mean, that hasn't been counted yet. We're looking at about 400,000 or so. In order for uh, Blake Masters to win, he would need an astronomical amount of those votes to come in to be for him. Almost like the amount of votes that were for Biden at the last minute last time and they just started coming in, okay? Yes, Abe was in the lead yesterday, but he's back down now. So that, I don't expect that to, ha- to stay that way at all. But Blake Masters, I'm kind of worried for because with 83% reporting, uh, that's good. I mean, uh, with, with his, uh, what was it? Six, 70 something percent in Arizona. I'm sorry. I got the, the numbers mixed up because I'm already on to Nevada here on my screens. Um, but I'm, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying he's not going to win. I'm just saying for him to win compared to like Amada, uh, Abe Hamada and Kerry Lake, it's man, that's going to be a hard one, but he's down about a hundred thousand votes. Now let's go to these key Senate races. Adam Laxalt right now. Still in the lead, and still in the lead by a lot, ladies and gentlemen. You're looking at, with 83% of the vote in, and and also Nevada is also going to hold off till next week, just so you know. Nevada is also going to hold off till next week, so you're not going to get your official results unless you're watching LFA TV and we give them to you before anybody else does because they're holding off, all right? Adam Laxalt is up 49.4% to 47.6%. Now, that is roughly a 16,000-point uh, vote lead. 16,000 votes with only uh, with 83% reported, and the same thing goes for Nevada as uh, Arizona. The majority of the votes coming in are same-day votes. We know who same-day votes, right? You and I, we know who same-day votes. So that's we're looking at Adam Laxalt pulling that out. Now, if he, when he pulls that out, that will be our 50th senator. That will be our 50th. Now, we still have Blake Masters, Kelly Chewbacca in Alaska, and Herschel Walker in Georgia, who will win that runoff. That's happening. 
There's no third-party candidate in there this time. There's no libertarian in there who got almost 2% of the vote. And you're going to have Walker riding this big wave of President Trump announcing what he's going to announce next week, folks. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. I think we're going to have 51 in the Senate. I think we're definitely going to have... I think we're going to get probably about 224 in the House. And... um, Definitely 218. I mean, we're already almost there. And we still got so many races where we're winning coming in. So I'm not even, don't even care about that. But now, here's the big part, folks. Here's the big, uh, oh, uh, Kelly Chewbacca. Right now, she's up about 3,000 votes, okay? That's the Alaskan uh, Senate candidacy right there uh, for, for Kelly Chewbacca going against Lisa Murkowski, who's a huge loser and a huge rhino. Now, she's up 3,000 votes. But why I cannot give you an honest opinion or a prediction there is because of the ranked choice voting, okay? Because of the ranked choice voting. That's why I cannot give you a, uh, an honest prediction or an honest assessment of what's going on there because this ranked, this ranked choice voting is just out of my mind crazy. I can't even handle it. Uh, so there's your updates on the races that are key for us to win right now. Of course, anything that happens, even if we're not doing live from America at a scheduled time, just follow me on my social media platforms. If you want to go to all of our social medias here on LFA TV, the best place for you to go is LFATV.us. Each one of us have a talent card section that has all our social media in there. And of course, you can also go to JeremyHarrell.com and you can go there and, and, and click on all my social media there. All right. Maricopa County, ladies and gentlemen, has already started hand counting and hand count audit in uh, Maricopa County. A hand count audit has started and that is with 400,000 ballots still remain uncounted or at least uh, dropped. Right. Because I have a feeling they've counted them. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, and that's why I feel that Kelly Ward and uh, Carrie Lake and Bed Berkwell and everybody who's on the ground there, Mark Fincham, they're telling you, oh, we're, we won. It's just a matter of when we get them. So I'm going to take what they say, and I'm going to take what the mainstream media says, and I'm just going to say, we got 400,000 uncounted ballots, okay? But here's part of what happened in Arizona during this last uh, session where, leg- where the legislature was in session, is a lot of election security laws were put into place. And part of that is why you're seeing a Maricopa County hand recount already, an audit already, before these other votes are in. Let's just get into the story. Uh, And I'd like to thank um, Justin News for this, for getting this out. The Arizona County experienced uh, ballot tabulation machine issues on election day. So Arizona Maricopa County has begun its hand count audit of midterm ballots with roughly 400,000 out there still uncounted, I'm putting that in quotes, as the state Senate race, which will help determine whether Democrats or Republicans next control the Senate. That remains undecided. The county started the audit last night with the chairpersons for the Republican, the Democratic, and the Libertarian parties randomly picking the races and ballots they will be reviewed that will be reviewed Saturday as a sample by the hand count audit boards. This is an important step in ensuring the accuracy of this 2022 general election midterm. A county elections department tweeted out Wednesday night. Now the hand count audit's purpose is to compare the results of the original count to the hand count, which is what we saw when we saw this massive audit of Maricopa County last year, which was amazing and set the bar. This is, this is good news, folks. Okay, this is not bad news is to compare the results of the original count to the hand count to assure that the tabulation equipment worked and is working properly and accurately counting votes. This is good because we're not doing it after and spending millions of dollars. Thank God for that last session. Jeremy, Bongino, Benny Johnson, and Toto are saying, be patient, we are in the informational war, and not all ballots will be... Okay, exactly. So I don't even watch those guys. I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm just saying I don't have time to watch them. We're doing what we do here. We're talking with people in Washington here. Uh, Mike Crispy, uh, myself, Loud Majority, we, we, we talk to our own people. We don't even listen to what's going on anywhere else. So that's why when I ask you, are, what are they reporting? What are they saying? It's because we don't have time. We just don't have time. 
okay? Keep sharing, keep rumbling, keep going, okay, folks? The audit began began after about 20% of the polling locations in Maricopa County had issues with ballot tabulation machines on election day. Of the estimated 250,000 in-person ballots that were cast on election day, 7% or about 17,000 ballots needed to be recounted separately by being placed in a secure slot on the tabulation machines because of the electronic errors. More than 1.1 million ballots in the county have already been counted as the Arizona races for governor, secretary of state, attorney general, and Senate have yet to be called. Again, folks, you have to understand why they have yet to be called. Okay? And we have narrowed this down. All of us have been working frantically behind the scenes. Trust me, the bags under my eyes are not because I'm 43. I don't have bags under my eyes. The bags under my eyes is because of nonstop uh, conversations, emails, Zoom meetings, and all that other crap that goes on behind the scenes here at LFA to tell you that we've narrowed it down to this. Anything that's outstanding out there, like in Arizona, like in Nevada, not so much Alaska because of the ranked choice voting, it's because it's the last thing they have to be able to hold on to so for the next week they can continue to trash Trump as a loser and get Republicans to leave his base. And we're going to talk about one of those fake MAGA uh, Republicans tonight, and I'll give you a hint. She comes from Virginia, and she's a turncoat, and I'm pretty ticked about that. We're going to get to that, but that's why they're doing it. All across media today, what are you seeing? Trump doesn't have the power anymore. Trump doesn't have the power anymore. He didn't win. He didn't win. He doesn't have the power. He can't be the nominee. He definitely can't be the nominee now. Why? Why? Because he's 215 and 17? Oh, my Lanta. Name me another candidate who's got an endorsement record like that. You can't beat Trump. And we're taking the House and the Senate. Get out of here. They just want to delay it as long as they can so they can make you believe and everybody else believe that Trump doesn't have the power anymore. That is our professional opinion here at LFA. And that goes for every other host here as well. All right? Uh, I want to... I got to take a drink of coffee because this next story is going to just... This is going to be the gangbuster story. Time for Nancy to give her hammer (laughs) to her husband, says Khaki. That's a good one. Charlie Kirk and his team right on point last night, along with Bannon. Uh, I did not see it, but everybody said that they were going through the numbers and they were going through each county uh, as to who's registered and what's left. And that's exactly what we did here, too. I hate to tell you that Trump won 222 to 16. Amen, Bad Moon. There you go. There you go. Um... Our hard work paid off. I agree that I agree with that 100%, S. Rose. A thousand percent. MAGA backs Trump now and forever. And that's the base, folks. That's the base. Sounds like rhino talk to me. C. Carringer. Well, we're going to get to that. All right, here we go. McCarthy. Oh, is he in serious trouble, folks? Oh, today was a good day. Today was a good day. Here we go. McCarthy is in serious trouble. There's, there's a, <laughs> I wish I could, there's a series of things going on here. Let me get my phone. I got to make sure I got to see this last series of uh, uh, conversations that we're having here. Okay. Mike Crispy's got his connections. We've got ours. Everybody knows everybody. And what Mike and I are hearing is that not only is McCarthy not going to be the speaker of the house, or at least right now he's in serious trouble of being Speaker of the House. Uh, he And if he doesn't make Speaker, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it doesn't look good for his future political career too because you might be seeing him kick rocks altogether. Now, I don't know what kind of deals that uh, Kevin McCarthy is going to pull out of his butt in the next 24 to 48 hours uh, or even the next week, but right now it is not looking good for McCarthy. And a former Trump cabinet member even says uh, that Kevin McCoward is in serious trouble uh, as a candidate for Speaker of the House. House Minority uh, Leader Kevin McCoward said that it is clear that we're going to take the House back. But will he be Speaker of the House? House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has declared that Republicans will take back the House of Representatives. A GOP takeover of the House would likely mean that McCarthy would become Speaker of the House for the 118th Congress, right? I don't know about that. I don't know. Russ Vought, who was the Director of the Office Management and Budget under Trump, explained that Kevin McCarthy is in serious trouble in his race for Speaker of the House. Now, Kevin McCoward actually said the other day, I think yesterday, that he's got the votes. Maybe it was two days ago that he's got the votes. I beg to differ. I don't think he's got the votes. 
I don't think he's got the votes at all. Mike Crispy doesn't think he's got the votes at all. Okay? If I had asked, uh, if I had uh, thought about this, I'd have brought Mike Crispy in tonight. Mike Crispy doesn't think he has the votes at all. And I don't think he does either. Okay? It starts with the fundamentals. And I gave you 10 reasons earlier on the show, on this morning show, why this man shouldn't be speaker. And it does start with the fundamentals. The vote for speaker is not behind closed doors. It is on the floor of the House of Representatives. There's no lying back home uh, about uh, who, which one voted. Oh, I voted for this person. I voted for this person. It's not done behind closed doors. It's done out in the open, baby. That's the way all votes should be done. And all the Dems voted against the GOP non- nominee, as always. You know what I mean? House conservatives will not need a majority to prevail. They merely need to block and veto until they get an acceptable candidate. Exactly how many depend exactly how many depends on the final slim majority, but it will not be a lot, okay? Conservatives will have a difficult, maybe an impossible time explaining a vote for Kevin McCarthy uh, back home for many reasons. Because in the base of MAGA, ladies and gentlemen, which is winning the house, they're not going to want him. But mainly for being a, a peacetime leader, when we're in a cold civil war political uh, battle right now. All right? In other words, the fundamental, uh, the fundamentals present. Kevin McCarthy does not have what it takes. And they also present a cartel-busting vote, and all you need is a few members to go public. And we already have that in Matt Gates, Bob Good, Bob... I'm so glad Bob Good won. Um, and a few others. The number will grow... As members come off the trail, the trend lines are already in our direction, not Kevin McCarthy's. So today is for thanking those already gone public. Build the numbers of members by courage. Courage is contagious, right? Call your house uh, representatives. Call them. Give them a call. I know Jim Jordan already said he put his, put his uh, vote uh, behind uh, Kevin McCarthy. I don't, I don't think that was the right move, Jim Jordan. And the problem with Jim Jordan is he's not a rhino. So I'm just really upset about that. Call your representatives. Tell them no. Okay? Matt Gates, this was a great tweet. Can we put this up? Matt Gates tweeted this out right here. Let's pull this up. McCarthy, McDonald, McDaniel, McFailure. McCarthy, McDonald, McDaniel, McFailure. Get the Mick, you know what, out of here. How about that, you guys? We are so sick and tired of the Mick twins. Bye-bye. We're tired of the, uh, 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 of the, uh, the three musketeers there. Three musket losers, I should say. So call your congressmen and women and say, no, if you vote McCarthy, we don't back you. Jeremy, how do we get Trump to be speaker? Well, Trump's got to say, I want speaker. And then the base, and then the Republicans got to vote him in. It's that easy. It's that simple. That's what I want. That's the best. If you want to talk about, um, I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I got to keep up on my phone. We got a lot going on right now. If you want to talk about uh, your best possible way, your fastest track back to the White House, President Trump, make President Trump speaker like we talked about a year ago. Give him power of that gavel. Investigate like crazy and make sure that these investigations, these subpoenas, and then these... Um, uh, 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 indictments go out. That's what we want. We want somebody strong. We want somebody strong. Call your representatives. It's, we can do it tomorrow. We can do it Friday. We can do it Saturday. We can do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I can't call everyone from here or else we'd call them all from here. But you can do it. You can do it, folks. You can call them. All you have to do is find their numbers. Just Google their numbers, Bing their number, whatever it is you use for a search engine. It'll all come up. All right. Now we got to talk about. Uh, well, before we move on to that, I, I, before we do that, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to settle down because we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk. We're going from talking about the House speakership to talking about the current House speaker, which is uh, punch drunk Nancy Pelosi and uh, retiring her. Before we do, let's go into a word from uh, one of our sponsors, and that is CB Distillery, ladies and gentlemen. CB Distillery for all your needs. And you don't need any pharmaceuticals for headaches. You don't need any pharmaceuticals for backaches. You don't need any pharmaceutical to relax. You don't need any pharmaceuticals to sleep. You don't need any pharmaceuticals to stay focused. You don't need any pharmaceuticals for your pet. You know what's crazy about this, folks, is they will prescribe Ritalin, For a child who has ADHD, 
but they will not let you give your teenager CBD to focus instead of Ritalin. And Ritalin is gonna, Ritalin has massive side effects. CBD is all natural and they don't want you and they won't let you give it to them. Why do you think that is? Because they force you to these pharmaceutical companies. You don't have to be a slave to these people any longer. You can take money out of Pfizer's hands. You can take money out of Johnson's and Johnson's hands. Ask Lacey Barkalow in here, ladies and gentlemen. The sleep gummies, absolutely amazing. You think melatonin works? These work so much better. The CBD relief stick, this is uh, producer Eli's favorite thing. Rubbing it all over his aching body all the time as he's aging. You know what I mean, ladies and gentlemen? So, CB Distillery, go there today. It's not what you think it is. Do not let people brainwash you. If you have any questions about it, reach out to Lacey Barkalo. She's got a, a promo code, too. Our promo code is LFA. Go there today, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, again, cbdistillery.com. All right, let's keep going here. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, first of all, and any time that we talk about this punch drunk, uh, vodka teeth soaked loser, we got to do this, folks. We got to do this. Loser, I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. Look at all the people in there talking about they take CBD. They know. They know. Ask our LFA family. Here we go. Nancy Pelosi will be out of a job very soon. She'll be out of a speakership sooner and out of a job not too long after that. I guarantee you nobody's going to make her ambassador to Italy. Italy doesn't want her either. They've got enough people over there uh, that are uh, celebrating good times. They don't need the wicked witch of the West to come in and destroy it. So Nancy Pelosi, as she's uh, getting ready to be out of a job, she's already out of her mind. She's going to do as much damage as she possibly can before she leaves. You know that, right? Not only is she going to do as much damage as she can before she leaves, she's also going to do anything she can to shield herself from any kind of investigations after she leaves when it comes to January 6th and when it comes to her insider trading with her underwear captain, um, Hammerman, Paul Pelosi. But in the meantime, Nancy Pelosi just extended the remote voting through Christmas citing an ongoing pandemic. <laughs> hey, Nancy, if, you're, if there's an ongoing pandemic, then uh, why aren't you wearing a mask? If there's an ongoing pandemic, then why aren't you socially distancing? Why is everybody hugging, touching, and kissing as if the flu was never the thing? Isn't that weird? How are you extending this emergency power when you're not even taking emergency precaution yourself. So Pelosi just extended that, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't that amazing? Now, Representative McCarthy in a bid to try to keep it, get the speakership said he's going to end remote voting. Oh, cool. Cool. Why don't you end a bunch of other stuff too, Kevin McCarthy? House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said today that she's going uh, to extend the remote voting because of the ongoing public health emergency, citing a notification from the House Sergeant at Arms and At the office of attending physician, the California Democrat said that a public health emergency is still in effect. Even though you've got Biden who went on there and said, oh, the pandemic is over, man. Come on, let me sniff your kid because I can get within six feet now. There we go, man. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. This is America. It's not a joke. Remote voting has been in place since January 4th, 2021 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So Pelosi's going to say, ah, you know what? We're going to keep that going. Let's extend it through Christmas so people can just stay home and not be held accountable in person. There you go. Yes, we will have a Nancy Pelosi retirement party. Eli was just talking about having a, uh, a Trump announcement party. I say we shift that and have a Nancy Pelosi retirement party. How about that? How about that? I think that's what we do. I think that's a good idea. All right, speaking of, uh, speaking of losers, let's go ahead and preface that uh, one more time. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Mike Judas Pence, ladies and gentlemen, just threw President Donald J. Trump under the bus in some new memoirs that I just, I bet you guys all can't wait to read, right? Mike Pence's new memoirs. Well, I bet that's riveting. You know what? I bet Mike Pence is some kind of like a gay uh, church pedophile. I'm not saying he is. I'm saying that that's what he reminds me of, right? He reminds me of those Catholic priests that were uh, that were uh, raping all those boys for you know decades. I bet that's what he is behind closed doors. 
and nobody has a grudge against uh, uh, somebody as bad as I do, Judas Mike Pence. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. Anyway, the Wall Street Journal published an, ex- an excerpt from Mike Pence's new memoir called So Help Me God, in which he talks about January 6th. This man should not talk about God, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to be one of these people that say, uh, fake Christian, but this man should not be talking about God. He did not follow God at all in his previous job. But in the memoir, Judas Pence throws President Trump under the bus for what happened in the days leading up to January 6th. Here's the excerpt. Let me read it for you. 13 days after the 2020 election, I had lunch with President Trump. I told him that if his legal challenges came up short, he could simply accept the results, move forward with the transition, and start a political comeback, winning the Senate runoffs in Georgia, the 2022, uh, 2021 Virginia governor's race, and the House-Senate race in 2022. And then he could run for president again in 2024 and win. He seemed unmoved, even weary. I don't know, he said. 2024 is so far off. In, December, in a December 5th call, the president for the first time mentioned challenging the election results in Congress. By mid-December, the internet was filled with speculation about my role. An irresponsible TV ad by a group calling itself the Lincoln Project, which we all know who they are, right? Suggested that when I presided over the January 6th joint session of Congress to count the electoral votes, It would prove that I knew it's over and that by doing my constitutional duty, I would be putting the final nail in the coffin of the presidential reelection. To my knowledge, it was the first time anyone implied I might be able to change the outcome. You didn't. This is the problem. I'm going to stop it right there, folks. We weren't asking you to change the outcome. You sick, twisted, demented loser. We were asking you to stop the illegal transfer of power by suspending it to actually do an investigation. Don't you love how they use their words? This is in his memoir. Remember that. He says, I might be able to change the outcome. And they use those words like that to make it think, make you think, the reader, like we're asking him to change the outcome. We're not asking you to change the outcome. We're asking you to stop the fraud. And that is what you should have said in your little stupid book. It was designed to annoy the president, and it worked. During a December cabinet meeting, President Trump told me the ad looked bad for you, and I replied that wasn't true. I had fully supported the legal challenges to the election and would continue to do so. Long story short, Mike Judas Pence is a loser. He said how many times leading up to it that he would, uh, he'd look at all the evidence and that he would not let any kind of uh, trickery or, or thievery happen, and he didn't do nothing. No one's buying it, Mike. No one's buying it. No one's buying your book. Nobody cares what you have to say. Your political career is over. So why don't you stick with your losers in the Rhino Party and continue to try to uh, uh, sway Trump-endorsed candidates to, uh, to vote your way or to do th- what you say, like you did here with Don Boldick. How, how well did that work out for you? How well did that work out for you? Don Boldick could have been a great senator from here in New Hampshire. And Don Boldick does believe that the election was stolen. Why do you think that I was so mad when he did that stupid stuff that he did? Why do you think I was so mad? Because I sat many times with Don Boldick and he looked me in the eye and he said, oh, I agree with you. The election was stolen 100%. And he believed every which way that it was stolen as I did. So when he came out and said that on Fox News, I wanted, that guy's like four feet tall. I wanted to go kick him over like a yard gnome. I could not believe that he did that. I could not believe that he, that he turned on us like that. How well did that work out for you, Judas Pence? How well did that work out? Uh, Turning him from, uh, from MAGA to, uh, to, to, to weak loser like yourself. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on from that. Because if you watched this morning's show, I told you that you're not going to hear anything from the, uh, uh, the underwear bandit, the underwear hammer bandit, David DePape. I told you that they were only going to use this story in order to make it look like there was MAGA DVEs everywhere, domestic violent extremists, for those who don't know what that uh, acronym means. And that after the midterm, you would never hear about it again unless they needed to rehash it uh, for 2024, right? And build off of it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that prompted me to go do some, some searching. What is going on with David DePape? 
because the Fed swooped in and said this is a federal case, meaning that they took control of all the evidence and they could leak it as they wanted it. And then, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it, it was said that they were going to deport him. But in order to deport somebody, ICE has to be involved. And in order for ICE to have to be involved, ICE has to take custody, physical custody of this person. And then while ICE has this person in physical custody, ICE is able to um, interrogate them and do whatever they want with them while the deportation process is underway. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I went searching as to what's going on. And wouldn't you know it, ironically enough, Today, a federal indictment has been returned against illegal immigrant David DePape, who allegedly attacked Paul Pelosi in the head and beat him many, many times. Unbelievable. The the perpetrated illegal immigrant, alleged to have assaulted Paul Pelosi with a hammer in his home last month, has been served with a federal indictment, the U.S. Department of Justice said uh, today. Now, David DePape was charged with one count of assault upon immediate, uh, an immediate family member of a U.S. official with the intent to retaliate against the official uh, on account of the performance of his official duties. DePape, who federal officials have said in this, uh, who said that he's in this country illegally, was also charged with one count of attempted kidnapping of a U.S. official and a count of the performance of spe- uh, official duties. The accused faces up to 50 years in prison if convicted of both counts. So uh, today, the federal uh, indictment came out. Actually, I think it came down last night, but today I got the information. Uh, Paul somehow managed to get the phone, call the police, run to the bathroom. Police showed up later. Almost immediately after they arrived, DePape allegedly smashed Pelosi's head with a hammer, sending him to the hospital, from which he was eventually released. And we've seen no pictures of Paul Pelosi, Captain Underpants, and we don't get any footage from the uh, police body cam. So there you go, folks. An indictment has come down on David DePape. How convenient. How convenient. And I guarantee you, again, we will not hear anything about this until they need to bring it back up or until the feds need to release some of the evidence that they got, that they took, uh, that they took possession of from the SFPD there in San Francisco. So. I just had to give you that. What a, what, a, what a dirty, disgusting story. What a dirty group of people. What a disgusting, what a mess, huh? Well, when there's dirt and when there's messes, ladies and gentlemen, you have to go and get yourself an Enviro cleanse. Now, I could just let the LFA family tell you in the comment thread how great this Enviro cleanse is. But let me do the talking. Enviro cleanse, ladies and gentlemen, is by far the best air purifier in the world. If you have COPD, if you have asthma, if you have dust, if you have a very dusty area, if you have pets that stink all your house, your entire house up, if you have sicknesses, children coming back and forth from school, this thing will destroy 85% of the germs, smells, sicknesses, COVID, flu, cold, whatever you want to call it, in the air, and it's amazing. They use these EnviroCleanse machines on submarines so that our Navy men can breathe, ladies and gentlemen, Okay. These things are incredible. You don't have to buy them all at once. You can make payments. Go to EnviroCleanse.com today. Use the promo code LFA and join the LFA family in breathing better, eating and drinking better, working out, sleeping better. It's all connected. And we are going to come back a lean, mean fighting machine as we come back and take that White House back in 2024 after we take the House and Senate right now. Amen. A butt cleanse. (laughs) Enviro enema, says Miranda Dolan. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. All right, let's get right back to it because I've got to tell you what you're about to see over the next year with Joe Biden. I have a very good, I have an opinion that you're going to see the mainstream media start, well, actually, in some cases you already have, and we're going to show that right now. The mainstream media is about to turn on Joe Biden now that the midterms are over. They needed the illusion that everything was great, the presidency was great, and that Joe Biden is great. That is why when Cori Bush and all these other losers were asked, do you support Biden? And they're like, well, let's get let's not talk about that. Let's talk about something else. Look, a squirrel, right? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to turn on Biden, and most likely they're going to invoke the 25th Amendment before his two years are up. There, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the mainstream media and for the Democrats themselves to turn on Biden. 
And what better time to do it than when he was so arrogantly on TV and they asked, hey, a, a poll was done and the majority of the country does not want you to run again, even in your own party. And he's like, so what? So what? They used that and now, ladies and gentlemen, they're running with it. CNN's running with it. Everybody's running with it. And that, coupled with a few other things, is, is allowing me to believe and, and I feel comfortable to tell you that they're probably going to get rid of Joe Biden before this two years is over. Their plan is not to run the next two years with him. First, let me play what Joe Biden said. Then let me play you what CNN said. And then we'll get to the rest of that story. Uh, Americans are frustrated. And in fact, 75% of voters say the country is heading into the wrong direction. Despite the results of last night, what in the next two years do you intend to do differently uh, to change people's uh, opinion of the direction of the country, particularly as you contemplate a run for president in 2024? Nothing because they're just finding out what we're doing. The more they know about what we're doing, the more support there is. Do you know anybody who wants us to get rid of the change we made on prescription drug prices and raise prices? So there you go. So, uh, and then he was asked again, uh, you know, 75% of the country also doesn't want you to vote again. He's like, so what? So what? Now, CNN's Gloria uh, Borger, Borger, Porker, whatever the heck her name is, she didn't like that at all, and she started running with it, which made other people start running with it, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to get rid of him. They are, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that 25th Amendment he is He said he, he just wouldn't do anything different because, of course, our achievements take a long time to be recognized. That's insulting people. And, and I don't think that was a good answer from the president. Yeah, so let's- so there you go. So even CNN is starting to turn on him, ladies and gentlemen. I believe 100,000% that uh, they're, they're going to invoke the, uh, the, the 25th Amendment on him. I really do. I really do. And they've also been cornering the garbage pail kid of the White House, Mean Jean Corrine Pierre. They've been cornering her lately, too. She's not had, she doesn't know what to say. She doesn't even have a voice, as you'll hear in this upcoming clip. Uh, she doesn't know what to say, but you know what she did say? This is leading. This is another thing that leads me to believe this whole thing in Arizona, ladies and gentlemen, is is just to bash Trump for the next week, right? That's why they're going to hold the results. Check this out. That, how how does the president assess the state of U.S. democracy and the health of that democracy when so many election deniers are being elected to Congress, a majority of the Republican caucus? So the president has been very clear that he still see, sees that uh, he believes our democracy is still under under threat and that the American people have to defend it. That's something that he's going to continue to say. And the part of that is rejecting election lies or those who would use violence to overthrow democracy. And so you did see that from the American people. Uh, But again, it's still under threat. One election will not change that, right? And so there's still work to be done. There's still work to strengthen our democracy and there's still work to protect our democracy. Again, it's not going to happen under one election or even 2020 election, right? We continue to work towards that she said they're going to take out more more maga candidates in 2024 how do you do that you continue to weaken donald trump's base now before i talk about mary's bird world in here who just made a statement that i need to address because i saw as it went by i've got to ask you this ladies and gentlemen how fast have they called every other race huh this is this is simple logic right here this is going to turn your mind upside down ready how fast have they called every other race look how quick they were they were to call uh um uh, Fetterneck, right? Look at all these other close races that they've called. Why aren't they calling the Arizona race for Katie Hobbs? Why aren't they doing that? They called Arizona with 1% uh, in 2020. Why are they not calling the race for Katie Hobbs right now? Look at all these other cl- close races they've called outside of Arizona. Why aren't they doing that? You've got to ask yourself, why haven't they called it for Katie Hobbs if Carrie Lake is in any danger of losing whatsoever. Kind of weird, don't you think? Kind of weird, don't you think? They have no problem calling all these other races. They have no problem calling any close races either. But they're not calling Arizona for anybody. Isn't that weird? Huh. Anyway, Mary Bird's World said, what does, does, what I not con- or does what I contribute fall on deaf ears? You guys in LFA are so cruel and hateful towards me. Always ignoring me. Never help me when I ask for it. If it wasn't for info, we get. I'm wondering what you're talking about. I'm wondering what you're talking about. Because if you are taking that we're not seeing your, your uh, stuff in the chat, well, we're sorry. It goes a million miles an hour. But I do wonder what you're talking about. I would like to know. I just want to say that. But isn't it weird, folks, right? 
Tell me, th- think about that. Why have they not? Why have they not called the race for Katie Hobbs? Especially when she's the Secretary of State. Why haven't they not called the race for Mar- race for Mark Kelly? Why haven't they called the race for anybody in Arizona? If there's even a chance that they would lose, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta see the forest for the trees. All right, you've got to see the forest. For the trees. Now, I got a couple more stories and then we'll wrap it up here, okay, folks? And thank you very much for your big numbers tonight. Thank you for your rumbles. If you're new to the show, please like the video. Uh, big shout out to Roku and Firestick and Getter2. You guys are all so wonderful. Thank you so very much. Let's move on. Uh, Sup- Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor today rejected an emergency appeal from New York City workers who all lost their jobs due to Mayor Adams' COVID ma- vaccine mandate. Now, this, he was already supposed to give them their jobs back. He was already supposed to be given their jobs back with full back pay, and he didn't. So now this is a result of that, and they're trying to fast track it, fast track it so it doesn't have to go all the way through the lower courts. And Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor said, nah, now this would hold them in contempt. This would hold Mayor Adams in contempt. He's already supposed to do it, and he's not doing it. So the city workers appealed, now it's in the lower courts, but they made an emergency appeal to the Supreme Court. And Sonia Sotomayor, who's an Obama pick, has rejected the appeal from the New York City workers, even though there is an order for them to get their jobs back already. See how disgusting these people are? You're talking about following the rule of law and protecting democracy? We don't, we don't want to defund the police, yet you're not even listening to court orders. You're not even listening to Supreme Court orders. And then it goes back and Supreme Court Justice uh, Sotomayor says, nah, I'm going to reject to hear that. Send it back down to the lower courts where it belongs. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. Hold on. I want to see. I'm looking through the chat right now to see if I see that uh, an answer to that. I'm not, I'm not, I don't see an answer to what I, why we're so cruel. Oh, there it is. Nobody misses Melly's comments or many others on the LFA family's comments. So you think because of that, that we don't, that we ignore yours? It's not that. I look down, I see something, and I talk about it. It's that easy. We don't, we don't want to, uh, you know, I just want you to know. If you're a newcomer, it's not that we miss you. This thing's going a million miles an hour, Mary, all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I told you I, I, I was going to get to, and that's fake MAGA. Um, I'm done with Winston Sears in Georgia. I thought Winston Sears was a sincere and very good MAGA candidate, ladies and gentlemen. Winston Sears would not have won without MAGA. You know that, right? Winston Sears would not have won without MAGA. And now she turned on MAGA. She said, I will not be supporting President Donald Trump's 2024 candidacy, ladies and gentlemen. Winsome Sears, the once great Winsome Sears has now turned. This is why they're trying to hold the results. The longer they hold the results, the more Republicans they can get to actually believe that Trump did not win. Okay? Check it out. She did this on Neil Cavuto's show, by the way. Neil Cavuto. And Mary... We love you if you're here, by the way. We don't ignore you. Well, Check you it know, out. Well, you know, his administration, when it came to the economy, helped us because black unemployment was the lowest it had ever been uh, historically. And then, of course, when it came to education, he forgave his administration the loans that historically black colleges and universities had owed that they could never repay. And by the way, provided a, a permanent funding stream. And then safety. Uh, forced NATO to bring their fair share, only 2% of their GDP. But when we look at the mission, and as a Marine, we're looking at the mission, and, you know, the voters have spoken, and they have said that they want a different leader. And a true leader understands when they have become a liability. A true leader understands that it's time to step off the stage, and the voters have given us that very clear message. So because does that does that apply America. within the Republican Party, Lieutenant Governor, to Donald Trump, that it's time to step off the stage? 
Yes, a house divided against itself cannot stand. And, and indeed, that's where we are today. And as I said before, America is the prize. Why do we want, want to win elections? It's because we've got to learn to love, to get, love each other, live together, uh, govern together. And the voters are saying enough is enough. So if the party wants to move on, or some of the parties, such as yourself, Lieutenant Governor, uh, maybe Governor Youngkin feels the same way, uh, but Donald Trump still makes a speech next week that he wants to run for president, what would you think about that? I could not support him. I, I just couldn't. There you go. I could not support him. I just couldn't. I could not support him, said the, guy, said the woman who was once supported by him. That woman not only gets the loser award of the day, but she's also going to get the dumb, dumb award of the day to win some Sears. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, Winsome Sears, what a fake MAGA loser. She gets the dumb, dumb award of the day, and we're also going to play this for her, too. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. They're deep, ladies and gentlemen. They're deep, these uniparty rhinos. And this is why they are holding off on the Arizona results. Ladies and gentlemen, if there was any way that Katie Hobbs have, had won, they would call it. They're not. They've called other races this close. They won't. Nor for Blake Masters, nor for uh, Abe Hamada, nor for Mark Fincham. Why? Because they're all for Trump endorsements, every one of them. And they don't want to add to the record. Look at the side of my hat. Look at the endorsement record. You can't beat Trump. Everybody should go buy a you can't beat Trump right now hat for on JeremyHarrell.com. Not just because I want to sell stuff, because you guys should be wearing this everywhere you go. Let's get the enthusiasm back up. I'm sure Trump will be able to do that on his own, but we got to do our part too. Winsome Sears is nothing but a rhino, and she is now on the chopping block. Goodbye, Winsome Sears. Your future is a political, uh, your political future is absolutely over. And Glenn Youngkin, try it. Try it, Glenn, and your political career is over as well. He is a kingmaker. He made both of you, so you better walk the line, Glenn. We already know there's a ton of illegal aliens sanctuaried right there in Virginia, and you're not doing anything about it. Actions speak a hell of a lot louder than words, and we are sick and absolutely tired of you rhinos. Absolutely sick and tired of you rhinos. Ride Trump's wave and then do that. What an, what an absolute loser. Wow. What an absolute loser. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before we go, we're going to highlight. I, I, hate to, I hate to highlight great sponsors after something like that. But here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Let me grab it here. There you go. This is how big a jar is. Everybody wanted to know how big a jar is. That is how big a jar of the Field of Greens is. Now, if you're new to the show and you're watching for the first time and you don't know what this is, don't take my word for it. This isn't a cheesy salesman thing. Ask the people in the, co in the comment thre thread who've taken this challenge, okay? Dang near everybody who's taken this challenge has continued to continue buying these Field of Greens. It is packed. One scoop a day, one thing of water, and boom. You get every organic vegetable and fruit that you need in every single day. And you just tell, ask the uh, LFA family members what it's done for them, okay? People are dropping pounds. People are feeling younger than they've ever felt. People's skin is changing. People's fingernails and cuticles are growing differently. It's because you're supposed to get this stuff in your body and you never have. It cleanses you. It goes right to your lymph node system, cleans you out like you've never had before, gives you energy, and is absolutely amazing. Go to Field of Greens. Dot com. Use the promo code LFA and get a uh, get 15% off right now, ladies and gentlemen. Field of Greens, promo code LFA. How many rumbles we got, Eli? Where are we at? Because I'm going to end on a good note. You ready? You ready, folks? Twitter. Twitter, Elon Musk sent out. Now, everybody knows I'm not on Twitter, right? And I love to see the demise of places like Facebook and Twitter. I don't care who owns them. I don't care how many people work there. I don't care if they're Americans that work there. I don't care if we put them out on the street. I do not care about Twitter. I do not care about Facebook. I do not care about YouTube. Bankrupt every single one of them and get them out of here. All right? Elon Musk sent out a, an email to all employees and said, Twitter is not going to survive unless we have subscriptions. That means, ladies and gentlemen, if you still want to uh, tweet, on Twitter, if you still want to be, you know, recognized and you still want them dopamine hits coming in from every time somebody retweets you, 
you're going to pay a monthly subscription, not just for the blue check mark. That was just to ease you into the fact that you might have to pay if you're a big shot. Now, you might have to pay even if you want to be on Twitter because Elon Musk said at a $44 billion purchase, we're not going to survive on advertisements alone. We need subscriptions. And do you know why they're not uh, going to live off advertisements alone? Because all those advertisers that the federal government was using and funneling money through Twitter to them, they're not going to be able to do that anymore. So this is just another example of bye-bye the political propaganda arm of Twitter, bye-bye Facebook with your 11,000 layoffs and your uh, uh, three-quarters of a trillion dollars lost in your stock market. We told you we were going to come back. We told you we were going to throw us to the wolves. We're going to come back the leader of the pack, and that's exactly what we've done. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it. For Live from America tonight, please rumble on your way out. Please even share the video on your way out. Why not? What the heck, right? I love each and every one of you. Please go to JeremyHerald.com right now. Sign up for our newsletter because that is how we stay connected no matter what. Please consider becoming a one-time or monthly donor because we live off donors here, ladies and gentlemen, and check out our store and also sign up for a Bible. Christmas is coming. I've got a thousand Bibles out here that I want to get in the hands of people. It's free. If you want to send somebody a Bible for free, go to jeremyherald.com. Sign up at the bottom of the page. We'll get it out to you. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you're a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you all. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Bright and early. Antonio at 9. Loud at 10. Me at 11. Crispy at 12. Anna at 1. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And keep spreading that gospel. Hip Hop Patriot out. Peace.